welcome back to the Are You For Real podcast. I'm your host Robin and this is the third instalment of the Faith Fridays playlist. Third one already, can you believe it? I can't. <laughs> I'm actually sort of a bit behind on this episode. Normally, you know, a bit of a shocking uh, confession here but I don't actually record them on a Friday I uh, I do it a few days before but I'm doing it on a Friday today I just got home from work busy busy but um, yeah I've, I've had quite the busy week this week but it's actually been a very good week full of lovely people and I'm back not like there's been a hiatus or anything but I'm back I wouldn't miss Faith Fridays and obviously you will love it because I get a, a really good average audience of about four people so thank you <laughs> to my regular listeners you know who you are I appreciate the support um I'm ready for this episode and if you can't tell by the title we're gonna be talking about the film White Chicks Directed by Keenan Ivory Wayans. It stars Sean Wayans and Marlon Wayans. Both iconic, honestly. I love them to bits. I just think they're hilarious. So they play these two FBI agents who have to go undercover um, disguised as these two white girls. Um, and it's really funny, actually. Um, for some reason, Rotten Tomatoes has given it a rating of 15%. But I think it's actually quite funny, so let's get into it. I really liked White Chicks. Like, I know it's... I think it's 2004 it was released. Like, it's quite an old film. Um, obviously, um, <laughs> some of the jokes, some of the uh, humour... Uh, it's a bit it, it it was okay for its time probably if they tried to make white chicks nowadays with how we've um, like progressed as a society in what is deemed acceptable and unacceptable uh, probably would be slandered <laughs> but I quite like it and um, it's regarded as a cult classic and I think it is. Like I, I've watched it many times, and I always laugh. I absolutely love it. Um, I think Sean and Marlon Wayans are brilliant actors. I think they're really funny. And this film was just, well, it's just. I just think it's great. Like, I love the whole idea of like a cop comedy. For example, like along the lines of like. Brooklyn Nine-Nine and also I guess Hot Fuzz <laughs> you know like buddy cop comedy I love it I just think it's it's a very it's they, the, the two genres go hand in hand not that this is this film's a crime film like it is genuinely a comedy obviously but like I, hope, I love the whole like FBI agent side of it like I'd love to be a secret agent even though it's a secret, I I probably tell everybody because of who I am as a person. <laughs> but like, I would love to be like a cool agent with like a badge and everything. I think it'd be amazing. 
Do you think I'd be able to do a good job? I think so. If that if the film industry uh, doesn't want me, then maybe the FBI will. <laughs> So the whole premise of the film is that two FBI agents, Kevin and Marcus Copeland, they fail and, and like they ruin their chances of doing a successful drug bust and they're sort of kind of fired from the FBI. In order to like redeem themselves, they're offered this job to basically protect and like be bodyguards to the girls, Brittany and Tiffany, also known as the Wilson sisters. And in this kind of universe, they're really well known in Hollywood and like the Hamptons, they're models. Um, and they're also the daughters of this really big business CEO guy, Andrew Wilson. Marcus and Kevin are like, hey, we're not babysitters to these white girls, but fine, because we want our jobs back, we'll do it. So they have to escort them and, you know, protect them around this fashion event at the Hamptons, which is over a weekend. And because there's been a string of kidnappings for these high-profile celebrities, so if they've got FBI protection, like, of course, they're going to be, they're well-known people they need to be protected and not kidnapped. So the two men begrudgingly agree. However, they have a slight car accident on the drive to the hotel and they suffer, like they get a f- kind of cuts on their face. Really, really minor, like not noticeable whatsoever, but they're portrayed to be like really blonde and overdramatic and like kind of dumb. So they overreact and are like, hey, no, we'll never go out in public looking like this. Can you imagine? Like, look at this gigantic scar on my face. And it's like the tiniest cut in the world. Like, I mean, me, I'm also that dramatic, but. <laughs> and Kevin and Marcus are like, uh, you need to go because we need to protect you because we want our jobs back. And they're like, nope, no, we're not doing it. So. Kevin's like, okay, fine. If you want nobody to see your your horrible faces, then you have to stay in this hotel all weekend. And he calls in these friends of his. That's a, in quotes, because they're a bit dodgy. But they have, like, a whole crew of makeup and, like, costume and hair, and they transform Kevin and Marcus into Tiffany and Brittany. So they do... White face, which, like I said, um, was acceptable at the time. Probably not so much now. Much like blackface, you know, it's a bit. Ooh, um, don't do it, kids. It's a bit. It's a bit racist, right? So, but at the time, of course, it was funny. Like in two thousand and four. I mean, it was 2004, right? Like, the internet and media as we know it today wasn't as developed or as big as it is now. So, 
you know, things just were like that back in the day. So we need to think in a 2004 mindset, as, and I need to remind myself of that as I do this wee review, because, you know, otherwise it's going to be like me going like, oh, you wouldn't be doing that in this day and age, you know, like a total boomer. Anyways, so Kevin is Brittany and Marcus is Tiffany, and they're dressed in their uh, their clothes, their hair, they've got fake tits. <laughs> Um, everything just to look like the girls and I'm assuming well it probably ten, nine times out of ten it was probably for comedic effect but they don't look identical obviously but everyone's just like so convinced like oh my god even though you look nothing like the girls everyone's convinced that it's them and <laughs> I just think it's quite funny because obviously us watching as the audience, we obviously know that's not the real Brittany and Tiffany, but everyone that they're associated with is none the wiser. Much like the sisters' friends, Lisa, Karen and Tori, they're like, oh my god, it's been so long since we've seen you. Oh yeah, we you're, you're a lot taller than when we last saw you. Oh yeah, I got my knees done. I didn't know you could get your knees done. <laughs> and there's also rivals. There's the Vandergeld sisters, which are another uh, high-profile sisters in, you know, in in the world, in the in the business, in the media of this universe. Heather and Megan, you know, snobs who think they're better than everyone else. And there's like a battle because, unbeknownst to Kevin and Marcus, Brittany and Tiffany have a rivalry with these sisters, and now they need to act like, oh hey, we're them. We need to act like we hate them, even though we have absolutely no idea who they are, right? Or maybe they do, but they just didn't care until this moment. And also, they're being spied on. They're being spied on by colleagues Vincent and Jake. And also their boss. And they're all posing as staff of the hotel. So they're being watched and they don't know. So it's like it was their idea to go undercover. But they're undercover and all their colleagues are none the wiser because they think also that it's just the normal sisters. So everyone is like so oblivious or just really, really dumb. (laughs) As Kevin and Marcus are pretending to be the Wilson sisters, they realize, hey, girls get a lot of attention. Men are actually kind of creepy towards girls sometimes. They get to experience it firsthand. At the hotel, there's the basketball player Latrell Spencer, who's actually played by Terry Crews. Fantastic actor. He takes a shine to Marcus, who is Tiffany. Thinks, hey, that Tiffany girl's really hot. I have absolutely no idea that she's actually a black man. (laughs) And Kevin 
as Britney is like, hey, that that uh, New York One News reporter, Denise Porter, I think she's hot, but she's not into me as Britney <laughs> because I'm a girl. But she she doesn't she doesn't need to know I'm a girl. I'm gonna just see her as me out of my disguise. So he's like living a double life. But he also pretends to be Latrell and manages to get the keys to Latrell's car after Marcus, who is Tiffany, goes on a date with Latrell to a really fancy restaurant. And he's like, hey, for the lady, perhaps a salad. And she's like, hmm, well, he, he, he is like, hmm, perhaps not, which I stand by. Like, you know, like, if you go on a date, right, don't, like, don't eat or, like, change your behavior, like, regarding food and drink just to impress the person you're on a date with. Like, I recently went on a date. It was very good. I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Did I change the way I eat because I was in front of a guy I liked? No. You know, if it's going to go well in whoever you're dating and you're going to continue seeing each other, they're going to have to find out how you eat. And I have nothing to be embarrassed of. I was like, yeah, give me those chicken nuggets. I fucking love them. (laughs) Anyways, I'm off topic. Going back to white chicks. So, as they're disguised as Tiffany and Brittany, I'm trying so hard not to get confused with names <laughs> not, and not say the wrong name. I've got my wee script here. So I keep myself right. Right. So Latrell is obviously really attracted to Tiffany. And he there's like a, a charity auction where men can buy women not in like a prostitute kind of way but kind of like I think it's like it's been a while since I've actually watched the film so bear with me I think because in Luttrell's case he um he bids a lot of money to win a date with Tiffany and then the Vandergeld sisters are like fine you win Tiffany we don't like her, but you win her. Congratulations. And then Latrell's like, hell yeah, this woman is hot. Again, have absolutely no idea she's a man, but it's fine. <laughs> and like I said, Kevin pretends, pretends? Kevin pretends to be Latrell so that he can seem really appealing and really attractive to Denise. And he's like, hey... I I heard you like really rich guys. I'm a rich guy. My name is Latrell. I'm so cool. Uh, this is my house, even though it's not my house. Um, I'm 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 rich, and you're not. Sorry. Again, going back to to dating. If you're on a date with somebody, or if you like somebody, like uh, pretending and changing your eating habits to impress someone. Don't pretend to be someone you're not. Because eventually, they'll find out. And it might not work in your favour. I'm very upfront about who I am. On dates. (laughs) I'm like, this is me. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, well, you know. I feel like being 
yourself is the best honesty oh, oh my god i can't even talk honest honesty is the best policy as the saying goes you know that i didn't just butcher i'm off topic again i feel sorry for people who actually genuinely want to hear my views on white chicks because i'm just chatting shite <laughs> anyways so as they're undercover they're also gathering intel about this case and they're figuring out hey um these vandergeld sisters like they're a bit dodgy i don't think they're just pretty white women who are really famous for no reason i think something sus is going on there's a really iconic scene at a nightclub where marcus and kevin are doing a dance-off against the Vandergeld sisters and it's such an iconic scene like I I think that scene alone is one of the most famous scenes ever in like I (laughs) I was gonna say film history but like for this film specifically like you think white chicks and you automatically think of this dance-off because it's just so iconic um they're taking care of their drunk friend Karen, who's not their friend because it's you know Tiffany and Brittany's friend. But there are they are Tiffany and Brittany. It's easily to get your head uh, confused with all this. But Karen's like, yeah. So the Vandergeld sisters, their dad Warren, like he likes to pretend he's all that. He's a big shot. He's a CEO, but he's actually really really broke like he has absolutely no money the only reason he has all this money is because he's taking loans from his dad like he thinks he's a big shot and he's not and then marcus and kevin are like oh my god that's like so bad but then their fbi heads are like holy shit what if warren vandergeld is actually the one behind all these kidnappings of all these rich white women And then because the dance-off is so iconic, it gets into the newspaper. Oh, the Wilson sisters are so cool. Like they did this, they won this dance battle. And then the real Wilson sisters in their hotel room see the newspaper and they're like, hey, look, we totally rocked the Hamptons. We, we did a really cool dance. And then they're like, hey, hang on a second. <laughs> We haven't left this hotel room. We weren't at the Hamptons this weekend. We've been cloned. <laughs> oh goodness. It's it's quite funny actually. Like they, they they break the fourth wall. Like they're looking at the camera. Like they're looking into your soul as they say it. Honestly. So they uh they go to the Hamptons to reveal that their clones and at the same time marcus's wife gina shows up because she thinks her friends shanice is like hey i think marcus is cheating on you why the hell would he go to the hamptons just on his own like he's been fired he's obviously seeing someone else right and gina's like yeah yeah like you know my my credit card got cancelled because of really expensive purchases on dresses and stuff like that's not marcus unless he's cheating on me so you know like they go and investigate 
and it all ends up at the the final like fashion show there's a big runway production and you know it's everyone's wearing white it's really really cool and as kevin and marcus are the vandergill sisters they're like the new faces of the runway show because the vandergill sisters are like hey no um we uh we don't want you here you're you're like old news we want the wilson sisters and they're like iconic so cool and this fashion designer bumps into the real wilson sisters and they start like hyperventilating they're like oh my god we love your fashion you're so cool and he's just like i just spoke to you like five minutes ago go get dressed and they're like yeah of course we want to be like on the runway with you with your clothes unbeknownst to them that their uh, clones Kevin and Marcus are also doing this show and there's lots of funny scenes where uh, Marcus is walking out with the real Brittany and vice versa you know they're going out they're walking out with the other sister who's not the one that they're originally with you know so Kevin goes out on the catwalk with one of the actual Wilson sisters and vice versa. It's really funny. It's like, oh, sh- wait, oh, oh, wait, you're not Marcus. You're not Kevin. Hey, you're not, you're not Brittany or Tiffany. What's going on? Oh my God, it's my clone. So Brittany and Tiffany unmask Kevin and Marcus. It's very confusing. The audience are like, hey, Hang on a second. <laughs> and Kev, uh, Warren, the Vandergeld's father, he's like, hey, I'm going to use this opportunity to make mass hysteria and, you know, kidnap the Wilson sisters. That's been my plan all along. <laughs> but then he, um, he he captures the wrong the wrong person. He uh, captures Marcus, who's obviously Tiffany, and the real Brittany instead of the real Tiffany. So Kevin is fighting for Marcus, and he's like, "Hey, no, get let him go. He's not who you think he is." And there's a big shootout, and it's actually really cool, really badass. I actually really love this scene, like the whole build up, like they're like Kevin and Marcus are wearing these like dresses that look like flamingos and it's so cool like they're running about with their guns and Kevin's actually nearly shot and because he's he's protecting Denise because Denise is reporting this story and she gets busted for secretly filming and like investigating this uh, this kidnapping so Kevin protects her and Luttrell jumps right in front of Marcus who's again he thinks he's Tiffany right are you still with me on this <laughs> and he gets shot protecting uh, Marcus slash Tiffany um, the Copeland brothers Marcus and Kevin oh my god I feel like I've said something incorrect with their names here so if you li- if you if you catch that I apologize even though I'm like reading a script (laughs) i'm a bit confused 
again, most of it, most of the stuff I've said is unscripted. Like, I say script, it's just like a list of bullet points I want to cover. You know, I'm very professional. <laughs> so, Warren and his wee team are arrested, and Marcus and Kevin reveal their true identities to their uh, love interest and not so love interest. Like, Kevin goes up to Denise and she's like, oh, so you're not Latrell and you're not really rich. And he, he's like, no, but this is me. I'm an FBI agent. Uh, this is my salary. And I really like you. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and then Marcus goes up to Latrell and he's like, hey man, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, sacrificing yourself for me like that. Like, that was really cool. And Latrell is like, I can't believe you lied. I can't believe you're not white. But he doesn't actually seem too bothered that Marcus is actually a guy. So is Latrell a bi icon? Perhaps. But most importantly, the three friends, Tori, Lisa and Karen, they're like, hey, you know, we're not going to lie. We actually liked Brittany and Tiffany like 10 times more when you guys were them and they're like Marcus and Kevin are like hey you know we're really really sorry that we lied we were just doing our jobs as FBI agents you know but we like you guys you're cool and they're like let's just stay friends and then go shopping (laughs) and then the film ends and that's it (laughs) have you got all that do you know where everybody is now? Like, I think I've, uh, th- the names I've said just don't even sound like names anymore. They just sound like bits of sound. They've just lost all meaning. <laughs> oh, God. Right. So that was White Chicks. And I thought, oh, I think it's an iconic film. I can't even begin to tell you how many times I've watched this film. Like, I, I think... You know, I'm nine times out of ten sure that I have uh, got it on DVD. But if I haven't, I will be buying it. If you don't know, I have a, I have a very big DVD collection. Like I'm proud of it. It's like right now that it's just sitting in boxes, like underneath my bed. So I'm hoping to get like a really cool, like you know, display case for them all, like like a wee like bookcase, but for DVDs. But you know. I have no space in my room for that, so I'll have to have to think about that one. But anyways, let's get on to the conclusion. <laughs> it might be a bit controversial to say, but even though this is the Faith Fridays series and White Chicks is in this series, I wouldn't necessarily class White Chicks like in my top 10 favorite films. I know, I know, controversial. But it's just a comfort film and it's something that you can always rely on. Like, I've watched it so many times and it always makes me laugh, even though I know exactly what's gonna happen. And films like that are just really good. Like, I mean, if it's considered a cult classic, like I said at the start, and a lot of people seem to appreciate it, even years on, like it's almost, like in a few years, it'll be 20 years since the film came out, which is mental. Like, in 2024, 
it will be 20 years, which is crazy. You know, I just said the same thing twice there. Anyways, it's fine. But, like, at the time, it uh, its budget was $37 million, which for films, like, especially like comedy films, um, because they don't necessarily require, like, a lot of stunts and, like, action and, like, special effects and that, they tend to be around, like, that sort of mark for budgets. But it at the box office on its opening night, when opening, like, being available to watch in theatres and that, it got $113.1 million. And for those who don't study film, like, I am an intellectual. That's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Like, it really, like, like, it exceeded expectations, basically. Because it's always, like, for any film, TV show, whatever, your uh, box office number needs to be bigger than the budget like that's how you break even like that's just business isn't it there you go see i am smart i told you (laughs) so i mean as someone who wants to make films myself that is the goal like you don't want to spend loads of money on a film and then have it flop uh at the box office like that's just not good at all is it also um this film has an actor i like in it lachlan monroe He's not been in... Well, actually, he has been in a lot. I'm, I'm on his Wikipedia right now as we speak. So technically, this is live for me right now, but not for you when you're listening. But um, I know him because he was in Space Buddies. You know, the film about the dogs who go to space. Honestly, iconic. But apparently, he was also in Scary Movie. Uh, well, oh, same director, actually, I just realised. Keenan Ivory Wayans directed scary movie like White Chicks, which is cool. I'm learning a lot here. <laughs> this is a learning experience for me as well. Oh, he was in uh, The Predator. Lovely. He's also um, in this, the TV series Riverdale, which I've never watched. Like, to me, this is really, really off topic. But Riverdale doesn't look very uh, entertaining to me. But, you know, he was in Space Buddies, which is iconic. Like, you haven't watched Space Buddies, like, I'd just go watch it because it's so cool. Four puppies go to space. Iconic. Anyways, back to White Chicks. <laughs> Amazing film. Um, I don't think I could ever get bored of it. Like, I don't think I could ever hate it. Not that I hate it. I don't. I love it. So... This is why it's in Faith Fridays. So thank you to the folk I was speaking to who were bouncing ideas with me uh, about what I should talk about for the next series because White Chicks came up and I was like, I'm sold. So that was that. And I apologise if this episode was a bit rambly. Like, I didn't realise how confusing it would be to keep track of everybody's names. I just didn't want to get anything wrong. So hopefully, if I listen to this back... I'm not like, oh god, I said it wrong, or I said the wrong person. Anyways, that is this week's Faith Friday complete. I hope to be joined by you next week, where I will be discussing another film, of course. You know, hopefully I'll be doing it 
and a bit more in, in advance because actually I'm off work next week. I have a holiday booked, so I'll have time. I have no excuses. I have I'm, I have no plans for this that Friday. Actually, no, I do. I'm going out. <laughs> Ignore me. I'll have it ready. Don't worry. You know this this day next week there'll be another episode so i hope you you swing by and give it a listen appreciate you and as always watch this space <laughs>